To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. Welcome, everybody. And here we are, 100.5 FM Cop Radio. I'm Ruggiero, your host. I can't wait to just head dive right into it because today we're talking movies, talking movies because we love it. I'm so happy. Today we're announcing the first ever in Vancouver, Middle East North Africa Film Festival happening this weekend. Wow, guys, this is a really, really exciting news. And I'm really happy to introduce to all of you in the booth here today, the film festival director, Arman Kazemi, and filmmaker, Kathy Kiani. How are you guys doing today? Amazing. Thank you so much for that introduction. I'm really happy to have you here, Kathy. You're feeling? Hey, yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to have you guys around. And I just want to uh, take a moment to appreciate what you guys have been working on. And especially, Arman, uh, looking at the dedication and the, the pure passion that has colored the whole aura of this film festival. I'm really, really looking forward to head dive into the necessity of even of creating a film festival like this for a city mm -hmm. like Vancouver. Before we do that, first things first, who are you guys? Um, I'll go you first. Go um, my name's Armin Kazimi. I, I was raised in Vancouver, always been around sort of film festivals and films in the local scene. And so I was, I've, I've worked in film, I've produced my own film. So now it's time to sort of step on the other side and do the production, promotion, and sort of celebrate the community. Mm, I, I love the sound of that. I love it. Thank <laughs> you so much. And Kathy, I'm so happy to have you here, especially because of the wonderful work that you've done with your short film, Second Home, in collaboration with StoryHive. Yeah, that's great yeah, work. Thank you so much. I'm Kathy. I'm, a, I'm an animation filmmaker in Vancouver. And uh, yeah, today is a big day for me because, um, yeah, I'm going to be citizen today wow. at 11 a.m. And um, yeah, it's a biggest start wow. for me for today. Yeah, this is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah. And congratulations on the whole trajectory of the journey because the short film uh, itself yeah. it just explores the dynamic of being an immigrant. And today, today then we talk about yeah, the short exactly. film <laughs> and we talk about the film festival. You're getting your citizenship. Yeah, it uh, actually is having support of a Vancouver film festival like Mina and. Uh, um, Ha like being hosted by um, mm, like um, uh, Vancouver Broadcast Radio or something like uh, like you it was my like um, one of my things that I was like doing to do that before getting my citizenship and today it's like all of <laughs> that's things. awesome. Last minute, but better late than never. Yeah. We are ticking the box one, last second. That's one wonderful. hour before the ceremony. You, yeah. you, get, you get to fulfill your dreams. So. I love it. <laughs> that, that's, that's well said, Arman. Well said right there. And I actually want to get into the film festival at this moment. Mm -hmm. We have incredible, incredible films coming to Vancouver mm -hmm. thanks to this festival. Vancouver premieres mm -hmm. and Absolutely. films that actually have played at Sundance. Can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, yeah. Our whole um, idea behind the festival is uh, mainly to 
celebrate the local community, the local Middle Eastern community that uh, is a big uh, community both in Vancouver and Canada, but we've never had the central kind of locus where we can all gather around and celebrate our place here, our, our identity and our contrib contributions to the wider sort of fabric of Canadian culture. And I think this is one way to do that. Um, so we want to really... Uh, put local filmmakers emerging or established in touch with what's going on in the wider community, the diaspora, as well as uh, in the original region, which comprises the Middle East and North Africa. Um, so in doing that, we're pairing films that are produced locally, made locally, some of which is their first screening, with like big international features. So one of uh, the things that we're doing is in on Saturday, which is like the main debut of the festival, is uh, we're doing like a highlight Syria section where we're pr producing, we're promoting two documentaries locally produced about Syrian immigration and uh, refugee sort of uh, presence in Vancouver. And then after that, we're uh, we're putting on the Vancouver debut premiere of Gaza, which is was a huge uh, block, uh, breakout film uh, this year. It was it premiered in Sundance. It was in TIFF, and um, we're super proud to be able to. Uh, bring it to Vancouver for the first time and have the first screening and it's actually ju was just announced I think last week it's the Irish uh, contribution to the Oscars this year for the international best feature wow that yeah. sounds wow. amazing <laughs> this program so much love put in this program I'm really looking forward to it and could you share with us the dates and where we can actually come to watch all of these films absolutely so it's actually happening this Saturday and Sunday October 19th to 20th uh, doors will be at 4.30 at Emily Carr Theatre. And there's a common misconception. I think a lot of people still think that Emily Carr is in Granville Island. That location is no more. We're now in Great Northern Way, which is uh, in Eastland, just off of Main Street. So Emily Carr, Reliance Theatre, 4.30 uh, p.m., both Saturday and Sunday. And as I said, Saturday is going to be the big breakout day. We're going to have food. We're going to have music. And the best thing is it's all going to be free for the community. So everyone is welcome to come out and uh, celebrate with us. And, you know, we're, we're really stoked to just be able to, like, have give the ownership of this back to the people, back to the community. So there's no, like, I or, or use. We're all in this together, I think, and that's part, one of the things that get me most excited about this. Wow, incredible films, incredible community, and great food. And guess what? All for free? Is this real? What's <laughs> happening here? Mina Film Festival right here. I'm so, so, so happy to see that something like this is happening. Kathy, how did you get involved? So I'm very grateful that uh, Armand contacted me and uh, yeah, there is a film festival and uh, yeah, I, of course I love to be part of this community because it's, uh, you know, when you're an immigrant here and a filmmaker, especially a woman who have no support and uh, yeah, Vancouver is my home and I love to be support from home and I think Mina is the, the best uh, like support for me. And uh, yeah, I was I always looking for like support from home because I feel much better in the community when I have the support and I can create much better things. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it's so it's it's. Uh, thank you so much, Arman. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a privilege uh, to be able to actually make these things happen in Vancouver uh, with a territory that's so diverse. Uh, giving a voice in this way, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I think uh, I, we we need more and more film and uh, you know festivals. Sorry, Arman. No, go. Uh, Keep going. Um, just to tie into that, uh, I think the name of your film is very, very um, operant here because mm -hmm. it's called Second Home, and I think the key part of that phrase is home, right? right. And we're all here to, to find a home, whether we're we've been here for generations or whether we're, we've been here for we're getting our citizenship mm -hmm. uh, later today. <laughs> yeah, actually, so, uh, when I wrote the film, yeah. and uh, the main character, her name is Sahra, and um, I was very, you know, I was. Um, 
My challenges during my film, it was the same as challenges of Sahara. But during my project, I noticed that every step that I cl I'm close to the end of the project, I feel much better and feel home here. And my, uh, my challenges has been resolved with Sahara. And now, today, it's completely resolved. Mm, it yeah. really sounds like the making of the film uh, introduced a new concept in your life. Exactly. That's my life, yeah. And a lot of, I think, a lot of immigrant women here. Because I, I got a lot of email and feedback from the community that lots of, I was surprised that uh, lots of I mean, Korean, Chinese, uh, Brazilian, Spanish, and lots of people connected with this film and have the same, uh, had the same issue. So, yeah, I'm so grateful. Wonderful. That's the power of well-made films. You're just creating that substance that everybody can play with. So definitely congratulations on, on your short Second okay, Home, yeah. and I'm sure people can find it online, correct? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is actually a web series, and it has four episodes. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you can find it uh, find it uh, through uh, Tell Us a Story High website or secondhomeanimation.com. Wonderful, and I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, uh, so we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna be screening the first epi uh, oh, series I of the episode at <laughs> and then everyone can go out and like uh, continue along Sahara's story and see, see where she comes up uh, okay. spoiler alert there might be a name change in there somewhere so. I see I see yeah. very nice um, okay I see I see what's going on yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> definitely go check it out and Mina Film Festival um, congratulations guys the branding looks amazing as well oh man we had uh, one of the things is that um, uh, Katy mentions like the support of you know wanting to find such a festival here to promote her work but really we're the ones who are being supported by you guys by the by the artists and we've had really really uh, great just spontaneous public uh, support and outpouring of the festival we, we've sourced all of our sort of um, properties and media assets from the community we had we were lucky to hook up with like a great uh, illustrator who designed the poster for us so you can go online and, and check out the festival you, um, and and sort of all the promotional material uh, shout out to Dariush Gaderi Berrera who was our great great illustrator who came up with the design uh, part of our board uh, we had like graphic designers uh, artists we had lawyers who all just banded together and made this happen so it's it's super like community effort no one at any point was like when am I gonna you know get my paycheck out of this we're all kind of in this for the love of the the, the art form the medium and also the community so wonderful and the actual vision of the festival and itself the branding and the whole trajectory of the event uh, i'm so curious to hear what's the pro the plan for the next few years coming up well the so like i said we got support from the community the whole reason this is happening is because we were funded uh by a very um, sort of small seed uh foundation called neighborhood small grants in vancouver that operates out of the vancouver foundation um, and it was the whole catalyst. It was really the germ, M much more than the financial input. It was the spiritual input that they gave to make it happen. It was like a rallying uh, banner, which was like, we're actually getting support from an exter external source to make this happen. Um, that's why we're able to put it on for free to invite people. We're getting awesome catering from Aleph, which is a local Middle Eastern caterer coming out, providing their resources uh, free of charge just because they believed in the vision. And we're really using this weekend as a platform, a launching, a sort of, uh, proof of concept for subsequent years where we hope to engage the community, engage stakeholders and uh, local sponsors to be able to make a much more substantial and uh, visible festival happen 
both in Vancouver, maybe eventually across Canada, and make it rival some of the bigger festivals that we have locally. Mm, so. I love the sound of that. Ooh, let's stir the pot. Let's stir it up a bit. Let's see what's coming yeah. out. Wonderful, wonderful. And I want to ask something to, to Kathy, because uh, with your journey and your experience being here in Vancouver as an immigrant filmmaker, right. what was the most and the biggest, the major challenge as an immigrant filmmaker here in the city of Vancouver specifically? As I told community, uh, when I started my uh, my uh, project, I was super lucky because uh, I won the grant from Storyhive, and they gave me two amazing mentor. Without my mentors, I couldn't be connected to the community and find my people here to create my film. So, um, you know, English as a second language. It was the biggest challenge for me and uh, so for lots of people I think and um, connecting with the professionals and after that uh, promoting myself it's uh, like it's ongoing challenge for me every day so, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. the challenge of the melting pot the melting pot of Vancouver we're not quite a melting pot that's more we're south of the border we're, we're they like to call us a mosaic, mosaic a cultural yeah. mosaic which is, has its own <laughs> problematics which we can go into but there's a whole discourse there that right. mm. needs to be this is actually a bit, uh, a bit uh, it's a good as, uh, space to explore it sounds a bit controversial and I like the sound of that because uh, many people uh, like to speak about the wall or the invisible wall that there is between some of the cultures mm -hmm. here in Vancouver right. but that's where I see the film festival come in so well what a great way to bring people together and celebrate each other's culture no matter what just coming together and embracing uh, all the colors of the color wheel of mm -hmm. other people's Mm -hmm. communities and yeah. this is what this show and what this radio station is all about mm -hmm. bringing people together just like for the film festival yeah mm -hmm. Armanzinho Arman dear Arman man because I want to say something because Arman mm -hmm. is also a dear friend of mine and I'm so happy to see that Arman is always active he's always making things happen I've 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 been experiencing the, the his process in making this film festival a reality and it was so beautiful to see really all of these come together so Arman I have a question for you shoot I have a question. This is related to the role of the film festival director, the one mm. who really puts the vision and brings the everything, the resources and the people together to make this happen. Mm -hmm. What would make your job as a culture curator easier? Um, I think public uh, buy-in, and by public I mean governmental organizations and the... the apparatus of culture that is here really to help support us and not uh, impose barriers and I think there's a sort of siloing of culture in a way in a city like Vancouver where it's mandated by uh, cultural sort of like um, amenities and we sort of tend to amenify culture and to, to for lack of a better word ghettoize it in a way mm. and make it sort of an adjunct of these larger uh, don the donation infrastructure of uh, non-profit and in, a, and in a way corporate nonprofits. So I'd love to see it come much more grassroots, much more of the community. And it's what we've tried to do all along. We're, like I said, we're not, uh, we're not charging for entry to, at the door. We're uh, putting this on in concert with a lot of really cool uh, local arts organizations. For example, the Vancouver Art Book Fair, which is happening the same weekend in Emily Carr. They're gonna be upstairs, we're gonna be downstairs. There's gonna be a constant flow, a uh, symbiosis of, of, of dialogue of talk of culture of art so that's really what it's about art isn't made in a in a um, bureaucratic uh, sort of construct it's really um, 
a whole a holistic product and output and we're that's what we're trying to get back to in a way uh culture as a not natural outspringing of human expression and not of a corporately mandated necessity if mm, that makes sense. there's a lot of sharp uh, elaborate articulate words in there <laughs> some of those i might have to look on the dictionary no, and, and pick them up but um, <laughs> i'm so happy to to be here with you guys so grateful and i want to take a little break just take a quick quick break to enjoy the morning vibes and uh, just get the word out you know mini film festival 19th 20th of october the first ever in vancouver wonderful news wonderful news here on room tone the radio show everybody please enjoy This is EL with Loop 3. We'll catch up right after the break and talk a little bit more about movies and filmmaking. Catch you later. Ciao, ciao. Welcome back, everybody. That was uh, Loop 3 from EL. Wonderful morning vibes here on Co-op Radio 100.5 FM. I'm Roger, your host. Room Tone, the radio show. We talk movies because we love it. And today, very, very, very exciting announcement. The first ever Vancouver Middle East North Africa Film yeah. Festival. And I'm here with the film festival director, Arman Kazemi. And we have also, please raise your hands, for award-winning filmmaker, Kathy Kiani. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for joining. Mina Film Festival. What was the moment for you, Arman, that you just woke up and you said, I'm going to make a Middle Eastern Film Festival? Um, yesterday. No. <laughs> um, it's been a thing that has been weirdly on my mind and part of my casual conversations with like most people that I meet throughout the last year, year and a half. Um, having kind of grown up in Vancouver, being more or less part of the film community over the last two or three years, um, I've been to a lot of film events, film festivals, film screenings, film uh, networking events. Um, there's a huge representation, and rightly so, of different 
communities and different identity formations that make up the Vancouver diaspora community. Um, for example, we have the Va Vancouver Latin American Film Festival. We have the Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Uh, all these different uh, identity formations, the Queer Film Festival. And at some point, I was like, um, you know, I... Um, my parents are Iranian immigrants, I'm a child of immigrants, and I've always held the belief that um, as second, first and second generation children of immigrant parents, it's now is like our time, we're finally at an age where we can tell our own stories in our own voice and sort of re-recuperate that narrative and not have it be the sort of uh, fresh government uh, talking point. Oh, we're a country of immigrants. We are the immigrants, so let's start telling our own stories in our own way. Mm. Um, and so, um, being being a children of specifically Middle Eastern Iranian parents, I looked around me. I was like, why is there no specifically film event oriented to around my identity, around the identity of the people that I see around me? There's great there's great cinema coming out of that region, and there's also whenever uh, Middle Eastern film is sort of tacked onto a larger event, like for example, VIF it's always sold out there's always huge crowds there so there's a market for it um, and it's, it's just beyond me and I'm not a as you mentioned I'm not an organizer I'm not at heart an event planner that's not my thing I just I just saw a vacuum and I decided to occupy it mm -hmm. uh, to occupy that space to make a forum in which these conversations can start happening and I'd love to see down the line me sort of not even being the the advocate you know just being one member of the larger network of the larger fabric that makes the community happen because I you know, in an ideal world, I want to see my films in such a such an event, and um, I'm glad that I can be the person to make it happen. But it's it's a lot of work to go, and uh, it's just the first step to, as as Kathy said, like um, getting her her kind of art uh, promoted on a platform which is meant which her film is meant to celebrate and meant to sort of uh, complicate and, and to discuss. So really, really creating a platform yeah. for, for new filmmakers, especially the target that you guys have with this film festival. I think it, it's genius because it's much needed. And it's something that uh, as an Italian uh, immigrant here, mm. uh, the curiosity to step into a film festival like this one, the curiosity and the need to go and explore what are the means, what are the colors and the shades that characterize some of the people that surround me in this city? This is very, very, very powerful. Mm. Kathy, I'm very, very interested in knowing about your journey as a filmmaker to the point that where are you going to be in five years? What's the dynamic? What's the journey in uh, starting from a short film, like okay. Second Home? Yeah. Where do you want to go in five? Uh, definitely, I'd be a filmmaker and uh, even, but I like to be to be more, I mean, more reflection of my community, especially women, in immigrant women here, or everywhere. I, I every day like that. Um, most of the time, I got uh, like messages from women. I have a story. I, I, I related with your story, and you know, it's it's my pleasure to be women's voice voice. You know, and um, I like to play a, I mean, big role in this community for like being a voice of women. Hmm. You want to so open the pathway for women representation in exactly. your own community? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. And animation is uh, what I what I know. You know, and uh, it's my tool. So you so drew every actual frame of the film? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I hope I can do it, do my best to, you know, to, to be good. good Where did you it. learn? In Iran, back in Iran. Wow. Yeah. Whereabouts yeah. specifically? Uh, I, you know, um, I gradually, uh, I mean, my path is uh, like a very uh, different path. I started from visual design and then motion graphic and then commercial did, uh, and then documentary. I create documentary back in Iran and then short uh, animation. And when I came here, I started to do my animation because um, the boundaries or like um, obstacles made me uh, to work with myself at home, you know. And then I decided to, uh, to not be isolated in Vancouver and let's uh, push the boundaries and connect with the community. And then I pitched my idea to Story Hive and then boom. Yeah. Very nice. I'm happy that, that it happened. And uh, I want to actually explore the substance that also lives in Armand's filmmaking. I know mm -hmm. that both of you are unified and brought together from this uh, essence of community filmmaking. Mm -hmm. Everybody... Uh, in this room is very much in love with the concept of community and making films for the community. And I remember Arman making a short film about the bike community here in Vancouver. What's the story there? Oh yeah, so I was um, volunteering at a local uh, bike, uh, community operated bike shop called uh, Our Community Bikes, OCB, which runs a program called uh, Pedals for the People. And what they do is basically they um, they in they, they receive um, used bikes uh, from different people, either like disowned bikes, found bikes, or bikes that are in disrepair. Um, and they they gather people, you know, they, they put out a call, people show up who want to learn about bike mechanics. And the bikes that they learn their mechanics on are these bikes that they have received that are in disrepair. And in learning how to fix bikes, they uh, are also fixing these bikes, which are then redistributed to the community who have uh, access issues, who, who um, you know, uh, less privileged members of the community who, you know, they need bikes to access jobs or access food banks or what have you. Um, so it's a whole process of recycling recycle and cycle being sort of the operant phrase so the film is called re uh, hyphen cycle recycle mm. and uh, and it's more about the mm, the ecology of, of um, community efforts that that um, sort of give both receive and give back to the community that I think is much needed at, at a grassroots level at a city like Vancouver absolutely recycling and I'm curious about uh, the actual output in the platforms for the film how can people watch the film? Um, they can watch the film. Actually, currently it's still up for some uh, festivals uh, around the country. I think it's screening at a community event in Toronto this month. Oh, wow. Um, so I've, I've decided to keep it offline for now just so, so that festivals can have their fill and uh, give it that run. And then eventually I'll put it online. I'll, I'll distribute it across channels. But it's a short documentary. It's... it's um, I'm proud to say that it's uh, screened in different festivals around the world. It's been in Mexico, it's been in Europe. Uh, so it's had a good run for like a, a small, independent, like single person produced film. Um, it, it was featured in uh, at the Hub Bike Film Festival in, at Rio Theatre. So it's, I was super stoked that like a film of mine was on the big screen in Rio Theatre. So I was like, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all, about, it's all about the community and that's kind of sort of what I champion. And ha being, having a background in journalism, that's sort of where I naturally tend towards.
Mm -hmm. this is the documentary format. Wonderful. I was so uh, surprised to see the wonderful response. Not surprised in a negative way, but uh, really the response was so positive. Uh, it really speaks to the eyes that you guys have in determining what's necessary in the community. Where is that, where there is, where is that lack? Where do we have lack? How can we uh, thirst, uh, complete the thirst of the people, you know, and just go through with it. This is uh, very precious right here. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring it back to the MENA Film Festival. Yeah, Again, sure. Vancouver first Middle East mm. North African Film Festival. This is history, guys. Imagine this is history. You know, in five to ten years the festival is going to have its own uh, solid history. And everybody's going to look back. And then we're going to talk about this one first time event at Emily Carr. How was Emily Carr supportive in the process? Uh, Emily Carr has been really great. So actually, like I said, we're working with community partners literally like friends of ours who have uh, who have put in their time and effort into making this happen so we're the reason basically it's it's a twenty thousand dollar like film festival that we're putting on for less than like 1500 and it's just because we're getting a lot of community support through it uh we're working with the uh emily carr uh student persian club and they're they're like a for lack of a better word, institutional sponsor. So they're helping us coordinate with the school to put on the event. Uh, Vancouver Art Book Fair has very kindly allowed us to occupy the same space. Um, we're getting catering, all that, all that stuff. So they, they've been, they've been instrumental in their support, just letting it happen, allowing us access to their uh, facilities, their media department, who's been super like vigilant about m making sure the films screen well screen like in a technically uh passable way and so it's it's things that like i said i'm things that i wouldn't think about that people are like hey have you thought about this i'm like oh yeah we need to do that so um literally friends network community people who are who who have a spiritual buy-in and not just a financial one into such a such an idea mm, the emotional value of that connection yeah Wonderful. and it's all about it's all about like you said the emotional the em emotional payback rather than any kind of like dividends absolutely what was the process in actually connecting with the producers and the filmmakers of such big breakout films like the ones that played at Sundance and all mm -hmm. over so uh, since it's our first uh, festival we decided we made the decision not to court uh, submissions which a lot of film festivals do and you end up spending time like right rifling through these films you reject some you respond to some sometimes it might not work uh, we, we decided to do it the other way around and actually solicit uh, films and filmmakers so we reached out to f both films that we knew had played internationally and, and locally uh, people in our community who had uh, produced films and we're like hey would you be interested in, in uh, screening at our festival some yeah a lot of people were like yeah we'll do it most people actually so we through that maybe you know like handful of films we selected we, we did like a short list and those are the films we're screening so there's about six films uh, like I said, Saturday we're doing a highlight Syria section about uh, Syrian refugees locally. Then we're doing Gaza. On Sunday we're doing a highlight Iran section, which uh, along with Katzi's film we're, we're screening a, uh, another animated feature called Window Horses, uh, also locally produced, put on by the NFP. Um, again, NFP was a, is a huge institutional help as well because they allowed us to they gave us the rights to their film for free just so we could put on the event mm. and then later that day we're putting on a Lebanese feature film called Yara which is the sophomore feature of um, a Lebanese uh, film director and it's also going to be the Vancouver premieres of that as well. What an incredible combination of films and stories especially for our first time film festival 
This yeah. is an incredible lineup, man. Congratulations and uh, congratulations to everybody who's worked on this Thanks. film festival because there is really a lot of good energy around this event and the visuals and the branding is absolutely amazing. So again, shout out to Dario Shalder, wherever yeah. you are. Uh, and big hack uh, to you. Renoir as well. She she created the logo, so. Mm. I think the the branding is so nice it's just worth it to go to the website just to watch Mm. the branding you know just go out there Mina Film Festival M-E-N-A Film Festival we're gonna put everything in the description of the podcast as well minafilmfestival.com yep beautiful okay M-E-N-A just yeah very very cool very cool and uh, the name as well what about the name? Okay, so yeah, there's a whole story behind the name. We were not sure what to call it. I think about the... F- We've been organizing this for six months. I think the first three months were just like about the name. What are we going to call this? We had a few initial ideas, uh, different things. We were like, should we, um, should we, should we use like such a colonially um, charged term as the Middle East for example there's mm. there's a whole dispute whether the Middle East even exists if it's a thing whether it's a ideological construct which in a lot of ways it is if you read some work by like Edward Said for example um, but we finally decided to put on the MENA Middle East and North Africa Film Festival because especially in the 21st century the early years the whole concept of a Middle East and North Africa was um, put in put in um, for the use of bellicose ends to to promote uh, hegemonic um, agendas in that region, especially by an administ- uh, American administration in the f- first half, f- early part of the 21st century, which branded that region in order to occupy it, in order to um, shirk it of its resources, and uh, in a way, <clears throat> calling it Middle East and North Africa Film Festival is a way to co-opt. That uh, that conceptualization of the region and essential, uh, you know, really essentialization of that region and, and fetishization <laughs> of uh, the Middle East, and we're we're sort of claiming it, reclaiming it as ours, so we can project our own vision, our own identity onto it. So it's a thing that's sort of like very hot. I wouldn't go around being like, hey, I'm you know, hey, I'm your local Middle Eastern, <laughs> happy to meet you. But at the same time, I think it's important to. Uh, complicate that the terminology around that in order to subsequently have the discussions and to uh, dissect it and deconstruct it. Mm, wonderful! Thank you so much for getting into that. There is a lot of heat around that uh, that type of that specific type of conversation, and I'm happy that we can tackle it also by talking about films. Yeah. And that's where it goes down to representation and diversity. What is that that balance and uh, that place? Where do you live in that place between? Uh, diversity and this is a pretty provocative question too because in a city like Vancouver everything is so fluid just flows so rapidly everything is always changing and everybody's always chasing the next thing what is the balance between the integrity with the local community and the diversity that colors a city like Vancouver wow that's a a big question (laughs) are they going for the big question in a way I'm really happy to be here with Kathy because to me, we both represent two different approaches to the same identity formation. Me being a child of immigrant parents and Kathy being a relatively recent immigrant who's now becoming a Canadian. Um, I think that historically, at least in my experience, there's been a lot of anti- antipathy between these two uh, vectors. Um, us who have like grown up here but always sort of looked a little bit different, maybe spoken a little bit different, have... have been very diligent in effacing our 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 
uh, genetic identity, I, I'd say. And so we often try to escape from it. We want to, you know, kind of fit into the local society, and it, uh, to to no fault of our own, because we we want to we don't want to be seen as different. Um, whereas others who come here who are recent arrivals and they don't really know the culture, the language, etc. Um, there's a whole other there's a whole other complexity around it. So I think. Rather than trying to diverge, I think we need to converge and, and to create our own discussions around that and start to redefine redefine our place in the community and not have it be um, mandated for us in a way by by this whole multicultural project which is Canada and to sort of claim our stake in it and to be able to be an active rather than passive agent of of um, uh, 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 the often dirty dirty politics of multiculturalism which mm. I think you, you see play out in a lot of ways in what's going on with the election mm, and that's a very very hot topic yeah, that we might leave outside of the yeah, group for yeah, now yeah for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> it's just hard yeah. to hard to avoid like, of course yeah, I mean on. it's right there on the table exactly, how can yeah, we yeah. avoid that yeah. and uh, it's it's palpable you can see it, you can yeah, feel yeah, it on the streets sure. and uh, we just have to redirect our attention to but I would also invite most I don't necessary. want to speak for Kathy I'd, I'd invite you to yeah speak to if you if you want to no i'm good yeah, okay you, I, you I don't want to represent your your sort of <laughs> no, I'm, i agree well. with you all day yeah okay. <laughs> yeah and uh, i know that this is uh this is a question that approaches a specific angle mm -hmm. and i'm happy to be able to talk about this because that's what these these shows are for this is what this radio station is for talking about these delicate topics in a manner that's respectful and that is appreciated from the audience so shout out to out there to everybody who's listening and shout out to all the people who are actually going to be coming to the mina film yeah, festival sure. again 19th and 20th of october correct literally in two days yeah Wow! Yeah, in two days, days, it's gonna happen. We still we have we have work to do. There's uh, a lot of just the nitty gritty of planning a major public event. Yeah, wonderful. I think that the collaboration with the with the book fair is just genius, man. It's just genius. Yeah. We need more of these collaborations with films and books and everybody coming together and just celebrating the essence of storytelling. It was it was li literally a marriage of necessity. We, we were planning on doing it that weekend, and we we're like, oh, the Vancouver Book Fair is gonna be that weekend, and they're like a pretty prominent event in Vancouver. Um, I just sent them an email, uh, hooked up with them through like a mutual friend, and they were on board. To their credit, they were like, they were never like, oh, we're not sure if this is going to work out. They were just like, yeah, let's let's make it happen. I'm sure we can. Uh, Emily Carr is a big space. Vancouver is a big room that we all occupy, so we might as well start uh, pointing each other out and be like, hey, you're my neighbor. So and, and I think that's something <laughs> that they, they've done to their credit. I and, love that. There's a half five in the booth. Maybe shout there. out to the. I don't know <laughs> if you heard that, but yeah, that was a. There you go. Um, um, yeah, shout out to the Vancouver Art Book Fair for, for being such a strong, really, really, um, not even a sponsor, but a partner, mm. we consider them. And, mm. and so come out, to the, come out on Saturday and Sunday. They're going to be upstairs in the mezzanine, 11 to 7 p.m., and we're starting our, all our activities around 4.30. So come uh, imbibe some beautiful locally produced art. Actually, another men uh, mention is Darius, who designed our poster. He's also going to have a booth at the Vancouver Art Book Fair. So he's sort of straddling that line between artist, organizer, film advocate. So and, uh, again, another way that um, as artists, we have to put on a lot of different hats in, in, in Vancouver to make it work. Mina Film Festival, what a beautiful fluid state that's creating here in Vancouver. Yeah. Wonderful. And congratulations to all of you and the team and Arman for leading the whole team and making this happen. This is impressive. Uh, I really want to go for a final shout out before we take a break mm. because this really deserves the attention and uh, it's the first ever Vancouver 
it's never happened before so guys it's a free event you're gonna find amazing films you're gonna find food and of course you're gonna find the amazing energy of these people right here in the booth with Arman Kazemi and Kathy Kiani uh, we're gonna take a little break and then we're gonna uh, go for the one minute pitch later I'm really looking forward to hearing you guys pitch mm -hmm. okay we're gonna make it happen uh, for now this is a, a beautiful track from two producers I really respect Jordan Raquet and Alpha Mist with I'm gonna tell you so everybody enjoy catch you later Tell me something that I never heard before I'm gonna tell you Something about your soul that makes me feel so I'm gonna tell you Yeah, uh Uh, well My heart felt hoping you're grabbing it heartfelt This love felt special, especially in our world I was in a space where aliens can't as well living I ain't been living, the fact that I just been spitting Has got me in that predicament Everything that I'm thinking has been written Diving a sea of hope while I'm wishing Well, when I'm hoping you get me some way that's different Tell me a secret Tell me something only your soul has been keeping Tell me something only your life when you're dreaming I don't wanna vacate when you've been sleeping Hope you don't play defense Tell me something that I never heard before I'm gonna tell you Damn, yeah. Something about your soul that makes me feel so yeah. I'm gonna tell you Yeah, uh, 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 yeah My heart's there, hoping you get it in time, yeah My intentions have been mentioned, getting my spark there Common fear is knowing the convo won't hold clear what, clear what Told you I'm here love, I'm holding your emotions Hoping you heal up, uh, praying that you hear me I'm clearly just in love, Sayonara to the drama My poems hit tear ducks, wait And cry a little, and try a little Sonnets in pockets of beats, let me find a riddle anyway And this is mainly to say That your thoughts don't always have to remain in your brain What are you saying babe? Tell me something that I never heard before I'm gonna tell, tell you, you. Uh -huh. yeah. Something about your soul that makes me feel so yeah. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you from Alpha Mist and Jordan Raquet. Woo, what a soulful, tasteful track over here called I'm Gonna Tell You. So let me tell you about something right now, because this is the first Vancouver, first ever Middle East North African Film Festival. Arman Kazemi and Kathy Kiani here in the booth with me talking about film on Cop Radio 100.5 FM. I'm Rogerio Host. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. It's time for the one minute pitch. You guys ready? Yep. All right, we're going to make that one-minute pitch happen. Arman is going to go first, and he's going to pitch 
Come from the heart, man. Spit it from the heart. One minute from now. You ready? I'm going to hit right, the clock. Do, Three, two, let's one. Let's make it, it right, happen. Cool. Okay. Uh, I've spoken about it before, but I'd love to uh, pitch again the Vancouver Art Book Fair that's happened this uh, weekend. They've been around uh, for eight years now. They were operating out of the Vancouver Art Gallery. They outgrew that space. Now they're at Emily Carr. They're putting on a huge event. There's going to be hundreds of booths with local and uh, artists from across North America coming to sell handcrafted uh, fine book where uh, there's going to be poetry there's going to be zines there's going to be all sorts of cool stuff there's going to be food trucks and like I said we're also if you're going to be part of Mina we're going to have uh, some catering on the Saturday so come out it's going to be a whole um, f like fair it's going to be a festival it's not it's not just about films it's about the whole community coming together so I'd very much encourage you to arrive early it starts at 11am uh, check out the Vancouver Art Book Fair this weekend at Emily Carr Woo! What a wonderful pitch right there, man. 100 points for you. That's amazing. Uh, and so kind to actually pitch the, the book fair uh, while organizing the Minifilm Festival. So that's... Uh, they, that's they've uh, helped us out, so I, can, I can't, uh, you know... Wonderful. That's beautiful, man. I love it. I love it. And that passes the word on to Kathy. Hey. Kathy, are you ready for the one-minute pitch? <laughs> yeah. We're going to go again, okay? Yeah. I'm going to hit that clock. Like Three, two, one. Let's go. Yeah, I like to talk about my, uh, my animation, Second Home which is about Sahra, who has just immigrated from Iran to uh, Canada, and uh, it's um, reflected her obstacles, her barriers, and uh, to fit into new culture. And um, it has four episodes online, and you can watch it online. And uh, I also am... I'm working on my next animation, next ex, um, next ex, uh, animation about again an immigrant woman woman here, and I hopefully can collaborate uh, with NFP, and uh, so you can watch it maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the word out, and that's <laughs> the pitch from Kathy right there. I love the idea of dropping out there what's, uh, what's the idea of collaboration even in, with, with the National Film Board right. and we've been very uh, happy to have the National Film Board on the show as well and their energy is always great yeah, always creating great I content can, yeah it's a for short film and yeah thank you thank you so much for, good good for stuff <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah. good stuff animation short film from Kathy let's keep eyes open for that um, I definitely want to go for the final round the final activity before we wrap this whole burrito up everybody Stay put because we're going to go through the Proust questionnaire. We're going to pick five questions randomly. And so the first question of the Proust questionnaire for us tonight, everybody raise your hands. Arman, Kathy, yeah. what is your idea of perfect happiness? Ooh, deep wow. questions. Let's mm. go deep. Uh, hmm, perfect happiness. Uh, you know, I, I, I would say striving against uh, being too comfortable for your own good and uh, always having something that's on the go that you're sort of driving towards in a dynamic way. I think stasis is the antithesis of uh, production and I think dynamism is something that we should all strive towards. Happiness comes out of creation rather than uh, passive absorption. I don't know if that makes sense. Wow, stasis is the antithesis of production. Look at this combination of words, man. Write that down. Come on, let's quote that. Let's quote that. Yeah, for me, happiness it's... Mine is different than Armand. Um, <laughs> yeah, <that's what> I, <laughs> yeah. I would expect many people to share that. Yeah, my hap I think happiness is being um, grateful and uh, appreciative. It's 
because we all have something to appreciate mm. and it, this is happiness i think mm, appreciating the moments and guess what by the time you think about it the moment is already gone just yeah. like that crazy just, mm, just the moment yeah so living in the moment pound. but yep. if you can hold it in your hand you know you mm -hmm. can you can if you can see it in your mind you can hold it in your hand yeah because uh, when again if you're an immigrant woman and you you feel it it's always everything is going to be changed and uh, yeah right now it's happiness yeah mm. i'm enjoying thank you for that katie that's amazing and that's leading us to the second question of the proust questionnaire Ooh, okay we're gonna get a little bit a little bit let's let's take a step towards this direction where would you most like to live <laughs> on this planet Okay, that's a great question. It's a good save. That's a good save, Arman. Good stuff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Where would I most like? I would love, most love to live where I have a sense of my roots, my ancestry. Um, I've never been to Iran, uh, personally, and I've grown up hearing stories about it. So um, one place I have, like, my heart set on for the last half a decade is to go to Iran, really, like, um, understand the culture that my parents come from, that I grew up with, surrounded with, and um, it's hard to say to live there, I don't know, but, you know, it's it's something that's more and more, and this whole festival is one out, outcropping, is to connect more with a sense of myself that exists in some other dimension that I might uh, approach, approach, and sit, tell him, ask him how things are going, and whether it might have been better if we stayed. <laughs> the opportunity, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man, what a character you are with those headphones falling down like that. <laughs> I just gotta say, it's it's uh, fascinating to connect the dots here and explore what's the actual motivation that led you to making the Vancouver first ever Middle East North Africa Film Festival. I can see the dots and I can see the trajectory now. Mm. So it, that's uh, that's quite special, quite interesting. There, Kathy. Yeah, for me, uh, when I uh, I decided to immigrate, my mom told me, "Where where are you going? The sky is always the same color everywhere in the in the world. What matters is to be happy in your heart. So mm. it's home is where I'm happy. So I'm happy here. Right Wonderful. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Let's frame that. Let's take it. Let's frame it. Let's mm. let's place it. Let's place it up there in the booth so that we remind ourselves all the time. Wonderful. Yeah. Third question of the Proust questionnaire. Woo! What do you most value in your friends? <laughs> uh, man. Uh, if, that they have radio shows that you can go on and about <laughs> your random projects that you're working on. That's amazing. Hundred points for that question, man. <laughs> Wonderful, Kathy. Yeah, I, I don't know. What do you most value in your friends? That's a tough question, huh? Yes, it is. There are different types of friends as well. For me, I'm so lucky that I have a lot of good friends here. And they are always here. They are, they are always there for me. So I trust them. They are my body. Mm. So, yeah. Trust is a keyword right there. Wonderful. Yeah. Fourth question of the Proust question. We're getting towards, uh, it's crunch time. We're getting towards the end of the episode. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Ooh. God. Let's man. go. Let's go. Yeah. Put it out straight from the heart. Straight right, from man. the heart. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> greatest achievement. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't tally achievement really. I don't, like, in terms of, like, um, discrete sort of notches on, on, 
some kind of list that you check off. Um, achievement. To be able to, I don't know, I, I've been lucky in my life to have the resources around me to flourish, to be able to grow. Um, the people, the people that, my greatest achievement is the people that I, I am able to cultivate around me to help me flourish personally. And, and one of the most um, f uh, fruitful ways that you can operate, I think, as a creative being is to give that energy back and to help the people around you self-actualize and to be the best versions of themselves. My greatest achievement is r r lies in that realm. It's no, it's no individual discrete phenomenon or event. It's just being able to be and being able to be with the people who make it worthwhile. Mm, wow, thank you for sharing. That's impressive, wonderful. I love the sound of that. Wow, Arman, really opening up. That's amazing. Kathy? Oh, my greatest achievement these days is I know myself much better. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a big achievement for me. Yeah. This is a wonderful answer, especially because I remember you mentioning at the beginning of the episode that you were going to get your citizenship today, yeah. like in a few hours. Yeah. You could have easily <laughs> said, oh, my citizenship is... Look at this, the depth of these two human beings in front of me, guys, appreciating the moment. This is wonderful. And this leads to the last question of the Proust questionnaire. So here, everybody, this is sort of to wrap it up and celebrate also uh, what's happening here with, uh, with the film festival and our love for yeah. film. Uh, and our question is, what is your current state of mind? Is this part of the Bruce question? Yeah, let's do it. Bruce question. Oh, whatever it is, my man. current state question of mind. Question. Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm voyaging into uh, a dark region of, well, some, something that's more or less still obscure to me, like this whole event planning, putting it on. Um, we're, we're planning on have a, having a very full turnout, but there's always that part in the back of your mind that's, what if no one shows up? What if too many people show up? What is all the sort of little indescribables that you haven't thought of that occur in the moment that you haven't uh, anticipated? And that's, man, if you, wanna, if you really want to have a window into my mind, it's a very boring sort of uh, waiting room-esque uh, space <laughs> that it's just like, what could happen if like uh, a table loses a leg? and everything comes falling down that's mm. that's what's going on right that's now. where the trust that Katie was talking about comes in wow i can i can i can i can also feel that i can feel that yeah. uh, the trajectory 6 months in the in the works right it's been uh, 6 months in the works this specific event we've probably been organizing for about 3 months but the ideation the conceptualization of mina like i said a lot of time was spent just coming up with the concept the creative vision like what what are we really doing we knew we had a vague idea my like the conception of it the inception was a Iranian film festival that I met up with a couple of uh, colleagues who uh, they're from different parts of the Middle East and they're like well that's true there's there isn't an Iranian film festival but there's also no Middle Eastern film festival and we wonder why that is you know mm. and I'm like oh like why how could I be so parochial uh, why haven't I looked at the people who are around me and so I was like okay yeah let's expand it let's make it a Middle Eastern film festival where we kind of travel uh, along the same arc through time and, and history and uh, in that region so why do we have to sort of silo ourselves in a way and, and celebrate our distinctions rather than our commonalities? So uh, one of my personal projects is um, I want to learn Arabic, for example, mm. which is, wow. you know, <laughs> just, just, just as, a, as a thing because it's like, uh, I don't know, I think language is one of the great uh, commonalities that we can share to be able to understand and to know a culture and the people around us and to really... I, I understand the way uh, a, a linguistic community orients itself through through time and space. Wonderful so. wise words. Thank oh, you for yeah. that, Arman. Kathy, last question before we wrap it up. What is your current state of mind? 
Yeah, I was thinking. Um, so today at 11, I'm going to be citizen. I already have my animation community approval with Mina and uh, recognition, everything. So what else do I do? Do I need? So for the next step, I'm thinking about big community, big film, and uh, yeah, and uh, maybe for the. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, like. Sounds like you're very grateful. Yeah, I am. Wonderful. <laughs> and so grateful. And I am grateful also to you guys for coming here and presenting the Vancouver first ever Middle East North African Film Festival. Really want to get the Thank word out you, there. Thank you, Thank you for 19th of us. October and 20th of October, 4.30 at Emily Carr. Literally in two days, yeah. Wonderful. I'm going to put the link in the description of this mm, podcast. Thank you. We're going to get the word out. And congratulations again. This is much needed. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy. I want to spread the happiness, share the love out there, get it out there. And it's time to wrap it all up. And I'm going to wrap it all up with a really, really, really funky track. This is a track called uh, Cycles from uh, a producer, award-winning producer, Shafiq Hussain. So everybody take your time and join and I'll catch you next Thursday. Rock on. Ciao, ciao. Thank you. Stop, stop, five skates, I'm at five, next stone.